You're listening to The Alcoholic, The Cuck, and The Obsolete Piece of Software. You're listening to The Fellas. Jesus, man. How, you, how many times am I going to forget what the fuck it was we watched? I know, I, I keep, know. I keep, like, like four fucking times so far, I turn to you and say, what the fuck are we reviewing again? Yeah, I, I know. I just had to get a reminder what the fuck we're reviewing. Yeah, it's just we watched so many movies at one time. It was we like, watched like, what, four or five? Yeah, four of them. Yeah, we kind of overdid it. I think we were overcompensating. Yeah, not, nothing really spectacular. Yeah, well, that's what happens when it's In last a collect- minute. As a collective. Yeah, when say. it's last minute as shit. Guys, if you don't know what we're talking about, really, it's just me and Ray today because our plan kind of nosedived. We were uh, we were all set to see uh, We Was Kang's, the movie. Put my foot down and put the kibosh on that shit because... Uh, even before the fucking thing came out, I didn't like what I was hearing. Not saying it was a bad movie. I was actually looking forward to going to go see it. But I heard from a lot of places that this is so revolutionary, you know, this is what we finally need. We finally got a black superhero movie. Oh. And it's it's going to be the best Marvel movie ever because it's got black people in it. And then, of course, yeah, we're very influential in the reviewing community. Rotten Tomatoes told us that we, we damn well better give it no less than 100 Oh shit! And when I looked at the Rotten Tomato scores, it was all 100, 100 percent straight across the board. I said, "Fuck this! We're not gonna do it." Oh man, they told us to suck a dick. No, no, we're not gonna, we're not gonna fucking do that. And now I'm, I won't even watch the shit on my own time now. Uh, I, don't, I don't like it when people hoist that shit on me like that. You're dick riding the movie because it's trendy and because now is a good time to virtue signal. See, it's it's like they say, oh, this is the first black, you know, comic book movie because apparently they never heard of Steel and they oh, never yeah. heard Was of... Was it Shaq in yeah. Steel? Yeah. Yeah. They never heard of Steel. They never heard of Spawn. They never heard of Blade. They never heard all these other black superhero comic book movies they never heard of. That's because back then it wasn't trendy to virtue Virtue signal. But now it is trendy to virtue signal. Now it's trendy to hashtag all this shit, to sit around slapping women around, but go ahead and put hashtag me too, and now I'm good. Now it's trendy to be a a racist fuck, but as long as you keep people from saying bad shit about a fucking movie, and you jump out in front and say how it's the greatest movie in the, in the world because it's got black people. See, I can't possibly be racist. People tend I to forget black movies. People tend to forget Blade was the first true Success. successful mm-hmm. superhero movie. Yes, done in a real world gritty way. A superhero movie that makes a profit, that makes spinoffs, and that warrants two sequels, which are actually pretty good. Yeah. I mean, they weren't spectacular. They weren't as good as the first one, yeah, but they, they were watchable. Yeah, they were very know? watchable. Blade had a lot to do with that. Then came Spider-Man, but it was Blade that brought the momentum forward. Yeah, Blade showed Marvel that when you actually give something to another studio and they do it competently, this this can make some money. Yeah. That's what Blade showed Marvel. I'm not going to get caught up in all that that shit so maybe, out of protest maybe it was the power of Wesley Snipes also bringing it to the box office I mean he did such a great job though too yeah but the, the whole thing is I think Wesley Snipes brought his A game to that movie because that movie pushed all the right buttons of Wesley Snipes' ego yeah as far as him playing a character doing his martial arts yeah I'm gonna do all my martial arts the only time you're going to hear me talk is when I'm doing one-liners and I'm going to stare directly into the camera when I do my one-liners and I'm just going to be a bad motherfucker. It's like kind of today, you would look at that and like, uh, motherfucker, sit your ass down. <laughs> but back then, it was fine. 
that was that was the thing. That's yeah. what he he wanted to be a part of that. You know, it's like saying, man, I want to have a members only jacket so bad. And you look back at it now, like, I look like a fucking asshole. What's yeah, I know. You I know. look back on it like, ah, oh, God. But I bet Wesley Snipes yeah. at the time was like, oh, man, I want to be one of these types of characters because that's all the best action movie stars. And he thought about it as soon as he woke up and he thought about it while he went about his day. And he probably thought about it as he was jacking himself off to sleep every night. And this not paying the, the government. Of, yeah, this is the sort of character he wanted to be. And he finally got his chance. It was his turn. His turn and to be the asshole job. action star. And he got it. Then made a bunch of money. Didn't pay the government. Fleed the country. They caught him through his ass in jail. Yeah. But that's a story for another time. <laughs> How did we end up spending so much fucking time talking about Blade? Did I even tell people what it was? We no, we didn't. We, we're going to have to start a whole new rating system based on movies that we watch on Netflix. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but then again, I will say one thing about Netflix, man. If you call customer service just to complain about something, instead of them taking a couple bucks off your month, you know, your bill for that month to make you happy, they'll just offer the green light a movie. Oh, you got a script? Yeah, send it to us. We'll green light it. We'll oh. throw it up there. Yeah, because I mean, like every other week, there's they, like they a new movie. They're they just throwing shit against the wall and seeing what sticks. And sometimes it works. I mean, like this one wasn't too bad. Yeah, this one wasn't too bad. I mean, I've seen some piles of shit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, that were greenlit and just still scratching my head. But what we watched was... What the hell did we watch? You see, oh. this is what I'm talking about. I keep forgetting what the hell we watched. Oh, it was Cloverfield Paradox. Ah, yes, yes. The Cloverfield Paradox. A movie that shouldn't have been made into a Outer Limits episode. Yeah, and yeah I did, I did notice that. that. This, really, this really felt like it should be part of a TV series. Yeah. That's what it felt like. It did not feel like a movie. It felt like at the end, I'm expecting an ending that makes me say, hmm, well, that happened. And then I just get up and go about my way yeah. instead of having an ending like, wow, yeah. do you believe that? That happened. It's like, hmm. Well, that happened. You get up and walk away. Yeah. But I, I honestly don't think that's because of anything lacking in the movie. This movie should have been made, I would say, like 10 years ago. Say uh, 2009, because the original Cloverfield was in 2008. Uh, you have a very, very, very loosely related Cloverfield, which was in 2016, Cloverfield Lane. Right? Yeah, which was not that bad, actually. No, I, I like no it that wasn't one. that bad, but it didn't have enough to do with Cloverfield Itself. that people wanted. I think the problem with Cloverfield lane it was just too fucking late it, yeah it was more the or less original cloverfield was 2008 and this shit's 2016 the only problem with cloverfield lane really was the same problem that cloverfield paradox had it just came out so so much later after the original cloverfield yeah that the curiosity is and gone. The, the wave that cloverfield could have rode for other sequels is pretty much died down because i remember we saw cloverfield in theaters yeah i mean the trailer had me fucking jumping out yeah. of my seat i was like, I want to see that. Also, just thinking about a real quick point that Cloverfield Lane and Cloverfield Paradox have two things in common. They both feel like they were taken from the Outer Limits and also from like the Twilight Zone. I they mean, both just, seem like they can be an episode within a bigger series. Yeah, they both feel that way. Nothing really amazing from that's, both of those two movies. That's because they're contained. You see, with the original Cloverfield, there were people going through the city. It was a survival yeah, 
Yeah. We had to survive. And they're getting picked off one by one trying to avoid monsters and get yeah, to I the love city, that movie. city for whatever. Cloverfield Lane is like three people in a bunker. Cloverfield Project is eight people in a station. But no one's really going anywhere. Everyone's kind of cloistered. Yeah. And that's why it doesn't seem as grand, as epic. Yeah. Because it's just a couple people stuck together, you know, and it's loosely based around the uh, Cloverfield universe. But um, it, they, they still did a, a good job. They tying did a good job. They, I think it was just, I don't think it was the directing. I think it was just the editing that really hurt this movie more than anything else because it just felt really long when it didn't really need to. Well, you're right. The editing did hurt it a bit. And and here, let me let me go over the plot. So all right, th- all right. this will make the editing make sense. So uh, the plot is the year is um they they don't there's no there's no story. <laughs> 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 it doesn't give any I was gonna be like the year is, is twenty twenty five or whatever. <laughs> it's one fucking line. That's a bad sign. That's it. <laughs> it's one that this is it. There's one line. Alright. Are you fucking kidding me? They yeah. narrowed down the entire story in one line. Yep. Okay, whatever. Alright, so it's the future, right? Uh, as every Capcom video game likes to describe it, yeah. it's Twinkie XX. Yes, okay. You know what that means. That yeah. means it's just way off there. Yeah, yeah. Don't bother asking. It's whatever year it is now, this is later. Yeah. That's what Twinkie XX means. So it's Earth, it's Twinkie XX. They use the magical MacGuffin plot device that's been overused as, as fuck, which is basically we're out of energy. How does that happen? We'll go over that later. That always pisses pisses me off. Yeah, I spend my time for the when, time when, my when head people on like, that one. oh, there's an energy crisis apparently because no, there's no oil. Power is going off everywhere. Countries are just going dark across the world, and we're on the verge of having World War Three, all because there's no oil. And you know, I always sit there and sigh because I'm like that stupid. Yeah. I mean, why why are we constantly using oil? Because that that's there's a lot of it. That's just what happens to be around. But we are literally sitting on top of fuck tons of plutonium. If we ran out of oil, you would see nuclear power plants spring up so fast. You know, environmentalists be damned. Fuck them. Yeah. We're out of power. You would see <laughs> all those true. coal plants, all those uh, freaking oil powered power plants. You would see them getting tore down. And we could have an, a modern, up-to-date, working nuclear power plant in, honestly, less than a year. And we'd have plutonium. We'd have nuclear power plants all over the country. Problem solved. And again, environmentalists don't like it. Well, again, we fucking humored you because we were living in the time of milk and honey. That time's gone. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut up and sit in the fucking corner. And if you don't like it, you know. Tough. Yeah, go go fucking live in Cuba. Oh, you don't like it over there? No Twitter? No Facebook? You want to come back? All right, shut the fuck up. Yeah. So that's that'll be... I, I always hate that. Yeah, that energy when, crisis bullshit. When you have the luxury of time to complain about shit, then you complain about shit. But when you don't have the luxury of having the time to complain about shit, you won't. That's, yeah, the, that's I, the simple fact. That is the simple fact. And it's just... <laughs> I, I hate to beat a dead horse. I just can't say it enough. This idea that our entire world is going to be destroyed because we're reliant on fossil fuels. And heaven forbid, it's not a renewable energy. At some point, the fossil fuels are going to run out. Oh, no. And this idea that no one, nobody fucking knows that's going to happen. Nobody can say, oh, man, you know what? Uh, the cost of this power plant is going up and up and up and up yeah. because we're running out of oil. I have to keep raising the electric bill for all these people up and up and up and up. Hey, Frank, you think maybe we 
we should go ahead and invest in some nuclear power plants? Well, I don't think the the people will like that, Dave. All right, let's have about three blackouts within one month. And yep, people say build a nuke plant. All right, <laughs> there we go. You you would see it coming so fast. a mile away, and this would be taken care of well before it gets to that point. Yeah, it, it's just a liberal wet dream so that we can have an excuse for renewable energy, energy. which, by the way, doesn't fucking work. It doesn't exist either right now. Yeah. So let me get back. Let me get back on point. All right. We're about to go to war because there's no oil. So once again, the multinational sort of miracle movie UN, not the real UN, the movie UN, you can tell it's not the real UN because they actually get together and have enough cohesiveness without the constant dick sizing and circle jerks to actually get something done. Oh, okay. You see, they actually go and make a giant space station which is trying to essentially make artificial black holes so that they can have an unlimited source of energy, enough energy to feed the whole planet. Oh, it's like a hydron collider. Yeah, that, that's what it is. That's essentially what it is, a hydron collider in space. Oh, okay. And, um, you know, everyone was saying, oh, there's this hysteria, the hydron collider is going to make a black hole, which it actually did. But the It's thing in is, France, it so was, if France disappears, then, you know what? Eh. Yeah, but it, it'll fuck up the rest of the world. But, no, the, the black hole that the hydron collider was making was actually so small that it collapsed in on itself without affecting anything. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but it actually did make a black hole. <laughs> so all I got to do now is just make an arm cannon that shoots them, and that'll be... Uh, that would be good. Like Megatron. Yeah, he, oh, fires okay, yeah. A, he fires a black hole. Yeah, yeah. people. I'm a fucking nerd. Anyway, okay. So they go up to the space station. Right away, you see there's sort of a collage of people from all these different countries. The standard Hollywood bullshit. Brazil? Yeah, we got tons of astrophysicists in Brazil. Apparently. I wonder how much money they paid to put that satellite up. I mean, because there was like one American on that on that entire ship. Well, see, that's that's why I always say it's, it, it's a constant trope. These are one of the movie tropes. The idea that the UN makes this multinational company that makes it work. And the only reason they do this is because they want the film to sell in other countries. Yeah, and China. Because right. apparently everybody was speaking Chinese except for the Chinese woman. Right. That, which I always thought was weird. I, like, I thought it was it be weird too. Easier for her to learn English. I don't they don't they actually teach English in China? Isn't they were that mandatory? speaking to her in English. Yeah, it's like they, it's mandatory. She couldn't that respond in English, English, so they had to talk to her in Chinese. But yet, when they had English conversation, they were only direct the Chinese to her. I had to go to Netflix and turn the fucking subtitles on, so it'd be subtitles for the English. And then when she speaks in Chinese, there'd be English, there'd be Chinese with English subtitles. It was fucking weird. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, it was fucking, it was a fucking weird setup. You've got the U.S., the guy who represents the U.S. is the captain. Uh, his name is, Jesus, uh, David Oyelowo. Uh, he plays as Keel, who's the captain. I'm like, oh, okay, you got someone from the U.S. That makes sense. Okay. Plenty of smart people. Plus... U.S. is probably funding the whole fucking thing. Okay, no problem. Then you have the uh, the main protagonist that the story follows around, and that's Guyud Mabatorak. Where the fuck are you getting these people? <laughs> She's cute, Let man. me stop for a second and read these names. Hold on for a second. What the fuck? Zhang. Zhang. Okay, so it's only it's only three names that are hard to pronounce, and I just knocked out two of them. So, okay, okay we'll, we'll just roll with it. All right. Anyway, she plays a character named Hamilton. She's like uh, their chief logistics 
person or something like that. She's another scientist. Yeah. She's up there with him, too. Okay, no problem. Then here's where it starts getting kind of wobbly a little bit. I'm like, okay, you have Daniel Brühl. He's, Germans uh, are smart as yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no, I have no problem He's with the one that actually came up with the calculations needed for this thing to work. He's got like a super mathematician. Yeah. So he's the one that has to come up with the calculations. Okay, no problem. That makes sense. No problem at all. Uh, then we have John Ortiz, who plays as a monk. Which is the Brazilian guy. That's where it fall. That's where the wheels fall off. What like, did he do besides watch news in the entire time? I, I thought that maybe he was like the maintenance guy or something. No, he wasn't the maintenance guy. I'm like, what the fuck? Who does Brazil have to offer to go up here? I, I, don't, I don't know. And I didn't know if it was just a Burger Burger King Kids Club version of diversity or if they're trying to sell tickets in Brazil. But I was like, this made no sense. Well, you know, that would actually make sense for Netflix since they reach every corner of the world. Ah, f- it's uh, like we got we got a superstar in every nation. Uh, you gotta watch I, this movie. I, I guess, man. I guess. Anyway, then you have a uh, Chris O'Dowd. Now uh, he's an Australian, if I'm not mistaken. Was he Australian? He was Australian. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that that seems to be stretching it a bit. I mean, Australian. He was my I'm favorite character. No, I'm saying I'm sure. Oh, he's my favorite character too. Guy was hilarious. He's the only one who had a fucking sense of humor. Yeah. I mean, when the world's going to shit, you're either gonna laugh or you're gonna cry. And he was just laughing. He's laughing this way right right to the bank so I, I like this character i don't know what the aussie was doing there but whatever axel heaney he's the russian character yeah and to me he was quite possibly the most real character yeah he was to me and from all i could see it looked like he was the maintenance guy i thought his job was like to sweep and clean up he's like i've been cleaning floors three times per day for two years not once not once have we had a bacterial infection because i'm russian you know the male to female ratio on this on this fucking crew is freaking horrible oh there was some fucking going on it's implied they never say anything but it's it's implied there was some fucking going on it definitely between the german and the chinese chick yeah 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 i could see that uh so then there's a z zhang and she plays as tam and her role is... Is it the navigator, I think? Uh, no, 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 no. Engineer. Some engineer for some shit. She was some really important engineer. <laughs> hold Who on. Cares? Hold on. How, how in the fuck... She can't speak English, but yes, she got a name called Tam. You're going to uh, you're gonna nitpick. You're going to watch the fucking movie. Come on. Let's just sit here and watch the movie. I'm okay? just saying she Don't couldn't make speak it weird. one word in English in the entire movie, man. Just one word would have made sense. Okay, Tam. Whatever. So you, so because she don't speak English, you think we should kick him out and build a wall? No, I think we should just call her Zee. By the way, Zee Zhang, very cute. No, she's beautiful. I, I would have really enjoyed it had she let her hair down because she kept it in such a tight yeah. knot the whole time. But if you're working, that makes sense. Yeah. No, you, she's hot. You don't want it around moving components. Then there's Elizabeth Debicki, who plays as Jensen. I'm not going to go too much into who she is or what she does, because that's going to kind of spoil things. We'll, we'll say spoilers before we get into that. You know, she's the golden chick from freaking Guards in the Galaxy 2. You know that, right? Really? Yeah, that's why I was, I was like, man, she's See, got that See, there bitch was something. Face. She had a face to me. That seemed very, very mannish. Because, you see, in Guardians of the Galaxy, that golden chick was never hot to me. Until the end, where you see her sitting with her hair actually down. 
just like like droped all over her face. That picture there, that's where she seemed hot. Yeah, she looks in hot. In that there. picture, she seemed kind of hot. And this whole time in this movie, I was like, man, she looks really mannish. Yeah, like, she does. I, I, I'm sure she's some kind of model because she's so tall and she's so rail so thin. Rail thin. And I, I'm looking at her like, I just don't see you being up here. I just don't see you. Like, the bottom part of her face, like the chin area, yeah, looks a lot like my ex. Oh, wow. Look at that. Yeah, look at that chin. Yeah, it does. I can see it. She is a, a what I call a, a Tex Avery cowboy man chin. Oh, shit. Oh, I'm from Texas. Blah, blah, blah. Tex Avery. I, I, so... I think she looks better with longer hair. Now, uh, last person is Roger Davis, who plays as Michael, who is the protagonist's husband, who's and, Hamilton's uh, husband. And, and he's back on Earth. Yeah, he's the only person you see on Earth, really. Yeah. Yeah, you're not. Well, actually, I, I was, see, at the beginning and most of the time through the movie, you don't give two shits about what's going on in Earth. But then at one particular part, you're like, yo, go back to Earth, go back to Earth, go yeah. back to Earth. I want to know what's going on down there. Go get, get back to Earth. There is no one else you need to know. No. No one. I think that's the entire cast. No. Yeah, it's the entire cast. And half those names I mentioned don't make it past the halfway mark. Oh. So it's that that's it. It's a very intimate movie. Not you know, it's not all over the place. It's just this one group here. So with them being up on the space station for two hundred days, over and over and over, they're firing this laser trying to get the frequency just right, and they really can't sort of get the frequency. Now, one thing that you can see coming up really, really early is that while they're on the bridge getting ready to run one of their tests, there's a news debate with someone saying how dangerous this is and how they shouldn't be up there doing it. Just like when they were using the hard-on collider, they're like, "Oh, yeah. they shouldn't be doing it because they're possibly gonna create a black, black hole and this and that and whatever." And they had CNN had some uh, conspiracy theorist on who was saying this thing is literally ripping holes into reality and in shifting dimensions. It could be shifting the earth to a different dimension or whatever, blah, blah, blah. As soon as he says that, I'm like, there you go. That's what's going to happen. It's it's not going to be a mystery. I know what's going to happen. And then, lo and behold, different. they activate the laser and they finally get it right. Like, oh, shit, it's holding. It's, it's holding. It's locked on. We did it. And then the fucking ship, the just, station just disappears. Yeah, the station just goes haywire and when they come to they're like yo the fucking earth is gone what happened what, where's the earth if you were there like shit did they zap the earth did it push them across the galaxy this and i told you i was like no they're in a they're in a different dimension well yeah it gives you a pretty and, decent and the only thing that kind of got me was like well just because just in an alternate reality and really in an alternate reality i'd still expect the earth to be right there only difference is maybe this Earth doesn't have humans on it. Maybe we never evolved on that Earth. Whatever. That the fucking been planet's not going to disappear. Yeah, I thought that would have been better. No, I don't think that would have been better because that would have been the end of the end of the movie. Yep, you're stuck there. Roll credits. <laughs> just been the end of it. But yeah, no, I, they they had to figure out what was going this on. This movie, you were saying, man, the science in this movie is actually dead on, dead on accurate. Yeah, what the science happen? was on point. The yeah. science was on point with a lot of the random things that were happening in there. Yeah. And also the effects of them going to the other reality. It was really good. And I'll, I'll point it, I'll go over it. Because that, that was really one of my high points. The, the way the science worked yeah, was it, it, really, it, it, really one of my high job. points. So before I go into the spoiler territory. So yeah, very tight-knit, tight-knit group of actors. I mean, that's like it. It's like, how many? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, eight people. That's yeah. It. And 
for what it's worth, they they pulled it off. Uh, the Russian dude Volkov, he he hammed it up a little bit. Yeah, he did. But for the most part. I think they all did a pretty good job because you notice there wasn't, in my opinion, there wasn't too much talking. Do your job and shut up. When there was a sense of urgency with the black chick, the main protagonist, Hamilton, if there was a sense of urgency, you can see her looking shocked and turning to someone saying, what about the kids? What about my husband? If Earth isn't there, what'll happen? No, there was none of that. If there was a sense of urgency, she ran off and did what had to be done. I'm going to call you when I have to. If there's a breach, I'm going to run to where the breach is and seal it. And then if I can't seal it, then I'm going to call you and say, hey, there's a breach over here. Or after I seal it, I'm going to call you and say, hey, there was a breach, but I sealed it. I did have a problem with, uh, yeah, the captain, where there's a scene of him crying. I'm like, why in the fuck do we need to What scene was he crying in? Because Earth disappeared. He had to go into his quarters and cry. Oh, well, I, I actually didn't have a problem with that. That was sort of like... Once they got their bearings, I guess he had to go take a nap because they were up for like two days getting that thing to work. And that was kind of him allowing himself to break down but not let everyone else see it because he's the captain. Well, yeah. So when he was done, he wiped his face off. He went out there. Oh, what's this say? What's on the map? All right, first things first, we got to fix the station. We can't do nothing until we fix the station. Then we got to get some more fuel. And then we're going to start finding out what the fuck's going on and repair the holes. And So he came out, he took charge. And I was like, that's fine. Get your mind off of the problem and start thinking about the solution. Don't let your underlings see you break down because then it's going to be fucking anarchy. It's going to be anarchy and it chaos. Was pretty, it was pretty tense as it was. So, no, I, I didn't have a problem. I I thought he did a pretty good job. The only person I think kind of seemed like they were phoning it in, actually, probably the husband. I was gonna say thought, the Chinese chick. I thought I was thought he was gonna but say. But now Tam, that yeah. I think about it, no, it's Michael, the husband. Because, and I think that's not his fault. We're gonna give you forty-three seconds of screen time. We want your emotion going from here to here. Then you're stuck, but you're sad, but you're shocked, but you're determined, and you're gonna show us all that in forty seconds, so we can go back on to the main movie. He's probably like the fuck. So he, <laughs> I honestly think that's how they threw it at him his shit was just rushed yeah yeah. every scene he's in he's never on screen for more than like two minutes you could literally just get rid of all of his scenes except for two Yes. And that's it. Yep. You, you don't really need all, Yeah, you can get rid of all his fucking screens. Scenes. You'll be fucking fine. Yeah, I was going to say the Chinese chick because yeah. she goes from zero to 60 in like a moment's notice. It seems like her character's getting upset and talking shit because she wants to be one of the boys. And it's like, I, I would look at her like, okay, is she yelling at me? Yeah, yeah <laughs> she's yelling at you. Is she upset? I, I think so. And I'd be like, yeah, but she's she's getting up. Like, for instance, the German guy. She gets up in the German dude's face. Because and she says, she says something something that's like, I'm going to beat your ass if you ever talk to me like that again. And I'm like, this bitch is 90 pounds soaking wet. The fuck <laughs> she going to do? Like like a like a, a 10-year-old boy could snap her in half, man. It's, this chick is, is she's small. You know, it, it was because he was probably banging her. Was probably banging well, no, he was. That was also implied. Yeah. You can see the sexual tension. Sexual tension going on there i guess the uh the, the germans and the chinese have buried the hatchet we're now ready to move on it's time to let the healing begin all in all i think these actors did a pretty damn good job yeah, and good i job. say that that's because of the writing action speaks louder than words and these guys had way more actions than words yeah so there's there's definitely that let's go ahead and hit that spoiler yeah, spoiler light. spoilers spoiler spoiler spoilers what, what, what? so yeah what happened is I knew right away they were going to go to a different dimension. And here's the cool thing, though. When it sent them over to the other dimension, 
what happened was the positions kind of flipped. Yeah. Like, their Earth was on the other side of the sun. And that was kind of weird. But it's like a mirror image. So it, that, it wasn't that big of a deal to me. But what I love was in order for them to swap realities the way they did, it just so happens that they both had to be doing the same test in roughly the same spot at the same time. Yeah, but it doesn't explain why they were out so far away from their other Earth. I don't know. But <laughs> what I do know is when their thing came over... It kind of sent some stuff to their galaxy while at the same time bringing them to the other galaxy. And their showing up caused their station to actually crash onto the Earth. And this is before they realize all that. But this is where the really cool shit happens. And I kept pointing out, yeah, that's so awesome. That's so awesome. That's so awesome. Certain things that made no goddamn sense started happening. It didn't make sense to you. But I kind of got it right away. It's like, yo, that's awesome. Like, they would look in certain spots and be like, hey, this thing is missing. Where's this thing? I know it was there. Like, their main gyro that controls the gravity and whatnot, it was in the engineering room, it was gone. And the engineer dude was like, it was right there. No, I know I locked it. Nobody came in here. Nobody I took would, it. You know, I was standing right fucking next to it. So I know it was there. Yeah. I, I don't understand what the fuck's going on. At another point, they're like, hey, they had, like, earthworms in there for some reason. And yeah, the I guess earthworms, yeah, the earthworms are like, yo, the fucking worms are missing. What the fuck's going on? You know, and then the Russian dude starts to go kind of nuts. Yeah. And try, he 3D prints a gun. Because he starts to lose his shit, and then his eye kind of goes cockeyed. Like, uh, I, I don't know, it was just fucking weird. Yeah, his body started, I like, acting start, up. I, I would have started crying and losing my shit. I'd have moment. been straight to the fucking medical room, like, yo, uh, check this out, fix this. Nah, <laughs> yeah, take care of that. It. But he's a Russian, so he kept it to himself. Yeah, he just drinks some vodka. He'd be all right. Yeah. So he's about to shoot up the German dude, and then he just starts, like, projectile vomiting earthworms. Which is fucking nasty. And I'm like, yo, that's awesome. Great. You're sitting here like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's like, the earthworms were in the engineering place that he was when they swapped dimensions. When he went over to theirs, he ended up standing where the worm cage would have been so the worms ended up inside of him oh like it was supposed all that stuff was supposed to stay on their other station but things started getting mixed in that's that's what was fucking everything up every time you saw things start to get warped and go weird yeah, yeah. it was because things were mixing themselves in from the other dimension, dimension. You know, so if you're standing right there, well, guess what? Right there, there's a wall. And if for some reason you phase into that dimension, you're now in the wall. You're halfway in the wall. Shit. In fact, that's how we meet uh, the lovely Elizabeth Debicki, also known as Jensen. You see, they're going down the hallway, and the guy's like, yo, I, I hear, like, there's something I weird. I thought it was a fucking alien. Yeah. It's like, yo, there's something weird coming out of this thing. And I, I even said, it's like, that sounds like a... Somebody fucking yelling for help or something. This is when the shit really started to hit the fan. And the captain's like, okay, yo, you know, open the fucking thing up. So they just cut the panel open. And inside the panel, I mean, it, it'll kind of make your stomach churn a little bit if you're not ready for it. But this chick, uh, Jensen, is in there with the wires, with the wires going in and out of her body. I don't mean like, oh, she's some sort of cyborg. No, it's like this, this line of cable that's here. Well, now it's there, but it's passing through your leg. It's unbroken, passing through your leg. Oh, God. And the captain's like, yo, cut cut this. I don't know who this is, but cut this broad out. And the guy's like, I can't cut her out, man. It's, we need those cables. Those are the power. That's, that's powering the fucking ship. And he's like, 
I don't care. Just cut her out. And then she looks at the black chick. She's like, oh, Hamilton. Hamilton, get me out of here. And the black chick's like, well, I, lady, I don't fucking know you. You know, it's, <laughs> it's fucking weird. So they get her out. They get her to sick bay. They stabilize her. And they get all the tubes out of her. I was kind of disappointed. They made her so clean and beautiful. Way <laughs> when it was too done. fast. Yeah, it's like, yo, I don't see any scars or nothing. I think they're just working on her being like eye candy. Not even because she was barely there, and when she was there, she looked just angry after time. I can see what I, I can see what you mean. You know, there's a lot of other weird stuff that goes on, but I I will just point out one other thing since we're still going on the realism of science. The one thing that really I really geeked yeah. out over was how the uh, the Chinese broad died. Yeah, the water man. The- she went into uh, this room for ventilation. Was- it was like a ventilation. Yeah, it the room is supposed to ventilate all the uh the gas or whatever. No, when when the air molecules condense and start to become liquid. Yeah. What do we call that? Condensation? I guess it's con let's say condensation. She went into a room which has a duty to vent all the condensation that's created from the CO2 yeah. to their breathing. You're constantly pumping in gas. It's coming in, it's going out, it's coming in, it's going out, it's being recycled. It's going to make excess water. Yeah. Think of like an air conditioning unit. Yeah. You go outside, strip it. Drip, drip, drip. Because it's condensing all that gas to blow the breathable air out there. So you're going to get all this condensation. And this room is supposed to take it and shunt it out into space. Well, something happens, the door locks, and all the water starts to fill in. Which was like, damn, that's a lot of freaking water, that's man. That's a lot of fucking water. Man, it's a big station, so I guess. But So they show up, and they're trying to break the door. But once the water goes in, there's so much water in there that the pressure is building up. Because remember, yeah, yeah. the room is pressurized. Everything's pressurized. All that water is, is kind of fucking up the pressurization. So the hatch to that room is starting to buckle. And you can tell it's going to, you know, pop. Now, what you're expecting... I was expecting for her to launch into the space. Yeah, I'm expecting for space to rip the whole thing off. And then she goes flying out into space along with all the water. And there's just droplets of water floating everywhere. I was expecting that too. Even though I knew damn well that that's not what would really happen, that's what I was expecting. Yeah. What happened is what would really happen, which is not what I was expecting. Yeah. I was like, when that happens, you were kind of like, damn. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what would happen. That is what would happen. As soon as that thing buckled enough, just enough, it didn't, the hatch didn't even rip off. As soon as there was a tiny hole that would open up for the vacuum of space to get into, all the fucking water snap froze. Snap freeze is when you freeze in like an instant. So if you take boiling water and you toss it out into like the snow, before it hits the ground, it's going to be turn frozen. Into snow. It's going to be frozen. Most likely as soon as it leaves the pot, it's going to snap freeze in the air. That's kind of the same thing that happens when you put something in liquid nitrogen. I've actually seen those videos on YouTube. Yeah, that's called snap freezing. It, it froze in an instant. So she was cryogenically frozen. I guess you could say that, sure. The negative temperature of space is so fucking cold. It's going to shoot right in there and it's going to it's gonna snap freeze from the inside out. All the water just kind of stab right through all the metal and everything. So how, do, how does it work when these when in these movies where you see the guys that are in space for like a second or two seconds and they're like jumping from one position to the next going through space and not dying or freezing like that? You, it is possible but it, it's exceptionally unlikely because people say that oh, you would die in space because 
because you can't breathe the air, you got no oxygen. The truth is, you would die in space long before the time it took you to suffocate because you would freeze. Okay. Now, if you're in a spacesuit and the spacesuit starts leaking air, well, that's that's fine because space can't come in because the air is constantly pushing out. So it's keeping the temperature the way oh, it should obviously. be because the air is pushing out. Let's say you take the spacesuit and run like a big gash in there. The air is going to come out instantly and you're going to freeze. Ah, oh, okay. See, I learned something new every yeah. day. You you would freeze in space long before you ran out of air, so you'd be fine. But uh, yeah, that was just that was just something nice yeah. to see. I, I appreciate that. So in the movie, when they want to make the uh, the conflict, because to be a real movie, yeah, you have, have to have some conflict. Yeah, you got to have some beef with some dude that you've been in the yeah in a station for at least two years. I'm sure. Well, no, that's not what I mean beef. with the conflict. When they realize that oh, they're at an alternate Earth and it all makes sense and whatnot, the chick Jensen goes to Hamilton and says, hey, I didn't come up here in this reality. I'm not on the ship. She's like, no, you know, because this war broke out and whatever. You're trying to take care of your husband and kid. She's like, what? My kids died. She says, no, no, your kids are alive. And she showed it. You know, in this world, her kids are alive. Instead of them having been killed when they were like infants because she got them like a a micro cell or something so that they can read read whatever when there's no energy. And it ended up blowing up and killing them all or whatever. So she's like, yeah, in this world, they're alive. So she says, you know what? I'm going to help everybody everybody get back to our dimension but i'm staying here now i kind of had to uh yeah like what the I kinda, fuck hey i kind of had to pump my brakes like are you fucking shitting me you know this is not your family right yeah, that woman this would person, have to kill, she would have to kill herself in yeah. that other dimension to take cover of that family yeah it's like she's alive with these kids you're coming here what just to see them i certainly wouldn't let you spend any time with them like those are my fucking kids get away from here yeah like you're the fucking copy of me just get the fuck away from here you all you're gonna do is you're gonna be in that dimension with the knowledge that your kids are alive in that dimension that's it no, that's question. that's the best you can hope for question would the husband have a problem with that probably so because it's fucking weird it's just fucking weird Having two copies of his wives? Yeah, it's it's fucking weird. I but uh, she comes to her to her senses after uh, the character Jensen. Once you're only down to like two people left alive on the station, not including Hamilton, Jensen figures, okay, yeah, I'll just kill these two guys and steal the whole station. That whole scene pissed me the fuck off. Her just going through and gunning these people down. Yeah, and I mean, her whole reason for doing it was that World War Three had already started, and she was like, the only thing that'll stop it is if we have this energy that we need. So they're like, yeah, we'll give you all the documentation so you'll be able to copy what we did and you'll be able to get it right. But she's like, with everyone fighting, that's going to fucking take forever. I can stop the fighting right now if I just show up with the station and say, look, here, boom, we got it. Here's the energy. I don't think it works like that. I don't just show up and say, hey, how would they transport the energy? It down? Everybody stop fighting. Huh? Yeah. How would they even transport the energy? No, it's the, the big laser. It's the exact same station. They just didn't have the coordinates right. Their German guy, they could never get the coordinates right because in their reality, the German guy was a spy and Uh, Germany was already at war with Russia and he had been told, hey, don't give him the correct coordinates. Just just keep push it off, push it off, push it off. So he wasn't even trying. That whole time they're in their dimension, they're fucking wasting their time. Because he wasn't even trying because his government didn't want the thing to start working until, you know, they could like get Russia to the bargaining table or some shit like that. So she was like, Look, I'm gonna give you the numbers, numbers. you need, the perfect numbers. But she's like, No, that's not gonna be enough. We just gotta show up with the whole station and then like like Moses showing up with the, the tablets, the Ten Commandments, everyone <laughs> (laughs) just stop i guess i don't don't know i don't (laughs) don't know how it's supposed to work 
But apparently that's that's how it works in, in movie magic land. No, the ending here was was actually kind of a shock. They came to a point where it was like, is this it? This just uh, no payoff. Uh, honestly, I was like last minute really gave me the payoff for the whole but movie. I really, really wanted to see where it would go from there. But to be fair, every Cloverfield movie is like that. Ends that right way. at the end. It's like wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up. What was that? And the credits are already yeah. rolling. Every Cloverfield movie is like that and this one's no different so basically you'll see oh you already said spoilers you'll basically see at the end of the movie uh that the monster from cloverfield Cloverfield, one when their ship disappeared to go to the other dimension all that shit started happening on earth and they thought oh shit world war three just broke out the russians finally decided to pull the trigger we're starting to nuke each other no that's not what it was yeah that big monster that was in new york city this other guy is in London. So you don't think that it's that particular monster. You're, that monster's nowhere in your head. Yeah. But when she comes down in her escape pod, the husband's friend is like, hey, man, their station just came back. Your wife's on the way. And he's like, the fuck you mean she's on the way? Why would you tell her to come down here? Tell yeah. her to stay up there. It's a yeah. fucking mess. It's like, no choice. I can't. I, there's no choice. The fucking station's falling apart. And when she's coming down, you see that same monster that was in New York is in London. So those monsters are all over the world. Those, those exact same ones. They're all over the world. And basically, they came because uh, of the space station ripping open a uh, dimensional portal. It yep. brought those monsters from somewhere else. So Cloverfield Lane, same thing. Yeah. It, it's the monsters that were spilling in from a different dimension. The original Cloverfield, we say, oh, the thing came because of the, the sluggo, slusho, whatever. Some, some no, meteor? It, it, yeah, no, it, it was like an oil rig dug into something or whatever and ended up pulling it up. It's like, no, it was transported right into, into, into our reality and it just happened to come up there. So you would imagine that even though the time frame is off, they're they're trying to say that stuff that happened in New York City in part one happened at the same time over in London because there was no coordination. No one could reach yeah. any other nation. Everything went, went black. No one could reach any other nation or nothing because they were all getting hit at once with I, these monsters. I mean, they could nuke the monster. There would be nothing left. Yeah, once they figure out what the fuck's going on. Remember, all this took place over the course of about two to three days, I think. Well, then when it since it disappeared, yeah. yeah, it was about two to three days. Yeah, 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 two to three days. And by the time they got back, it only took like three days for for the vast majority of of British government to break down. Essentially, yeah, they would have broke down real quick. Yeah, every yeah. fucking thing broke down. It was a goddamn mess. So but when it comes down, you're like, oh shit, roll credits. That was nice. I like that. So what do you want to rate this? thing man uh well i don't think i have to think too hard about this i mean it it's definitely definitely better than the rental but definitely less than the full price yeah just because it didn't feel like something i need to be in the theater for those costumes they had were actually good everything was good everything looked good the technology oh yeah the science science science. and the technology love it oh man repairing it absolutely love it repairing the pipes he he put some kind of oh the sealant the sealant yeah yeah i love you you spray the sealant on there and when you heat it up it automatically goes and fills any crack that it slides in yeah they're all magnetic things yeah it keeps expanding until any possible crack it sees has been sealed that was just brilliant yeah i, I absolutely i can actually that. see that work yeah like no that that would make a lot of sense so not a mat uh not a full price but more than a rental what's that mean gonna go with a straight matinee it's it's don't step into the theater expecting the moon but it's definitely gonna be worth something yeah 
it being on Netflix and all, I mean, you get your money's worth. Yeah, you get you get whatever you paid already for it, which is nothing which since is everyone nothing. only uses one person. Now, now, just now, here's where I'm gonna add a secondary rating on this. I'm gonna okay. give this a matinee. Okay, that's fair. Would you go out of your way on Netflix to go find this movie? See, because um, some people already are binge watching whatever they're binge watching. Would you leave what you're binge watching to see this? If I'm already planning on watching Netflix, yes. Okay. I will interrupt when I'm binge watching to watch this. If I was not planning on watching Netflix that night, I am not going to stop and take time out of my day to watch Netflix. Oh, okay, okay. Not going to do it. Okay. If it was advertised on, on their menu, the top new things to watch, I'd watch it. Yeah. No, and it's if, worth doing. If I had to look for it, I wouldn't. That's 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 what I would do. All right, so that that should take care of us. Who knows? Maybe if hell freezes over, we'll we'll watch Weebus Kang's the movie. <laughs> Maybe review it. All right, guys, don't forget to visit our website at g2ta.net and gottotalkaboutit.com, and don't forget to subscribe. You know, now that I think about it, fuck it. We don't need to watch uh, Black Panther. I can do a whole podcast. Just ripping into this, oh, it's so great because it's a black movie, SJW bullshit. Oh, yeah? I can do a whole podcast on that shit. Oh, you know we what? should. Maybe we would. One for the comic fans. Yeah, it will. How okay. the SJWs destroyed the comic book industry. Oh, my God. I think it's well warranted. That'll be an Easter egg for next time. All right. <laughs>